Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 5, beginning at verse 8. Hebrews 5 and verse 8. Because this is our victory season. Amen. This is our victory season. Say, neighbor, I see victory all over you. It's around you too. Declare it and decree it. Come on, declare it and decree it. See, I'm walking in victory every day. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 8 says, Though he were a son, talking about Jesus, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. Oh, you mean to tell me that when I go through, I'm supposed to learn something? Hallelujah. Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Say, Jesus is the author of eternal salvation. Meaning, salvation that never ends. Called of God, a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Hmm. Folks, today's message is entitled Selfish Salvation. Tell your neighbor what the message is. Selfish Salvation. Now let's be clear. Salvation, we means redemption. Salvation means the preservation or deliverance from destruction, difficulty, or evil. So when you say, huh, you're being preserved, you're being delivered from difficulty and evil, meaning that even when it's difficult, yokes are easy and burdens are light. Now by selfish, we mean concerned chiefly and only with oneself. See, I've been there. I've been there. So today's message is entitled what? Selfish salvation. Eagle Summit, now that we've been blessed to step into the seventh month of 2017, that's what, July, right? The year of new beginnings. We each must renew our minds daily so that the entitlement mindset doesn't cause us to function in selfish salvation that neglects helping bring others into faith relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Now say neighbor, say neighbor. Yes, God loves you and wants the best for you. But God loves others too and wants others, come on, to come into his kingdom too before he returns, come on, to judge the world. 
say, say, I, I have value. I'm important everywhere I go. So selfish salvation must not rule our hearts and mind the way the devil and his hosts are working overtime to saturate the hearts and minds of sons and daughters of God in 2017, the year of new beginnings. Say, 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 neighbor. Uh, we can't be selfish anymore. Because others need us. Oh, thank you, thank you. Have you ever been in a situation where you showed up and people get mad because you show up? Uh, yes. Huh? Did, did you know that there are times and seasons where darkness can't comprehend the light? Yes. You walk in and shine light and you move into darkness. Darkness is like, oh, 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 okay. Oh, you here, oh, here. Wow. Say, say, neighbor, let your light shine, let your light shine. everywhere. Shine your light, Shine your light. Everywhere. everywhere. All right, let's go to Matthew 19 and 20. Let me build a case. Matthew 19 and 20. Here we go. It says, The young man said unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth. What like I yet? Jesus said unto him, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come, come on, and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away happy. He went away happy. He went away sorrowful. For he had great possessions. The young man went back to the natural and normal mindset. So fear and doubt and unbelief became the controller instead of the supernatural of great faith and strong relationship with God. Uh, any of y'all got some stuff? Amen. I said, any of y'all have any things? And... Things that you like, mm -hmm. things that you want to hold on to. Yeah. And then you have a time and season where the Lord said, now give that to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And you be looking at, Lord, Lord. And then we said, I know that had to be the devil because God wouldn't ask me to give this away. But I got news for you. When the Lord is taking you to the next level, into higher levels, they're going to be something he's going to ask you to release. Oh, hallelujah. Here's a young man. He's, you know, he's with God and he's with Jesus and he's talking to him and said, you know, what do I need to, and he goes down the things that he's done. He had a, he had a bunch of things that he did right. Now Jesus wants to promote him and he says, now, here's, if you want to be perfect, Here's one thing that you need to change. And some of you sitting here are in that season where God is saying, there's one thing you need to change. Just to come up, there's one thing you need to change. And when it's the thing you want, he's like, no, Lord, I just, you know, no, 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 no. He went away sorrowful. And he went away missing the victory. Because then it was all about self. It's all about me. Come on now. 
The young man went back to the natural and normal mindset. So that fear, if I give it away, I'm going doubt. What, what am I going to have if I give everything away? Unbelief. G Jesus, this is the first time I met you. And you telling me to follow you? I don't know about that. Uh, see ya. That's a place. And he missed his promotion. Many of us are missing our promotion because we don't want to change. Change. Lord, change. But Lord, why I got to change like that? And why I got to change this? Because then he said, come, follow me. How, do you, how many of you know, if you follow Jesus, there are going to be some signs and wonders and miracles. Amen. You're going to be better off than you've ever been when you follow Jesus. Yes. But this young, and, and see, here's, the, here's what I'm saying. This guy was young. Yeah. And you know, when we're young, we foolish. I'm, 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 I'm going to raise my hand. When you're young, you're just foolish. You think you know it all. You think you got it all together. Can't nobody tell. You're going to experiment. And many times the Lord is saying, all right, change this and change this and change that, change that and change that. And then when you get some age, you realize, you know what, I should have changed. But where there's no fear of God, there ain't no change. Self, self-salvation is all about me. I, I got to keep my stuff. Got to hold on to my stuff. Say, neighbor, some stuff you need to let go on your way to greatness. Amen. Matthew 19, 23, watch what happens. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Now, what I want you to understand is, these disciples walked every day with Jesus, and they saw signs and wonders and miracles, and he was coaching them because eventually he was going to leave. And they were going to have to do what they saw him doing. But when he was teaching them, they didn't get it right away. They were slow learners. Because when, when you roll with somebody and they just make everything look like it's so easy, it's like, you know, oh, wow. Don't worry about it. Jesus is going to handle that. Don't worry about that. Jesus is going to handle that. And then when Jesus left, it was like, oh, my goodness. So Jesus is telling these disciples now, you know, learn, learn something here. You know, a rich person, they got riches, but without God, there are going to be some things impossible. How many of you know when the doctor say you're going to die and you got a billion of dollars, you better have some supernatural. You better have some God on your, on your side. The disciples were being taught by being exposed mm -hmm. to signs and wonders and miracles that they thought were easy. That's right. And many times as, you know, when we get saved, you know, we, you hang around somebody and they have signs and wonders and miracles happening and they make it look easy. Mm -hmm. But behind the scenes, you don't know what you're going through to get there. Right. 
You don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. But then when they said now, all right, Jesus said now, all right, you boys go out two by two. Don't take no money. Take a stick. And wherever you go, huh, find a place where you can be received. And if they receive it, bless it. If they don't, shake off the dust and keep moving. They had to learn that. Say, say, neighbor. Every day with Jesus is a learning season. And it ain't about self only. It's about others too. Amen. Selfish salvation. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible. Meaning, if you just stay in the natural, there's going to be some things impossible. But if you move into the supernatural, all things become possible. Say, say, neighbor. Stay in the supernatural where all things are possible. All things. Don't be intimidated, come on, by difficulties. Because you can do all things through Christ who strengthened you. Every test is to strengthen you. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke chapter 10. Luke 10 and 38. Here's another marvelous example. Luke 10, 38 says it this way. Now it came to pass as they went that he, meaning Jesus, entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus said unto her, Martha, Martha, Thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Martha has chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Say, 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 neighbor. What was the needful thing? What was the needful thing? Sitting at Jesus' feet and hearing his word. Sometimes in the course of growing and maturing, you got to know what the needful thing is. You got to know what the needful thing is. Sometimes it ain't about being busy. Ain't be, no, 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 no. Sometimes it's being still and hearing from God. God, I, I don't know what, mm -mm, no, no. You have a thousand things pulling on you, but there's time when you need to be still. And say, now, Lord, turn up the volume of your voice. Speak to me. I need a word from, Lord, what's the direction? What do I take? Yeah. But we get so busy. I'm doing this, 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 I'm doing this. We get cumbered. Somebody, some, somebody have the, the busy-itis. Say, neighbor, do you have the busy-itis? Meaning you, got, you get more joy out of being busy. Come on than being still. Sometimes you got to shut that busy-itis down and be still so that you can hear from God. You can hear what you need to hear. That's where you have victory. Amen. 
Stop apologizing for being still sometimes. Oh, no, 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 what do you, no, mm -mm, no. I got a thousand things to do, but Lord, mm -mm, I need to hear from you. What's the word? Lord, talk to me. And I got news for you. God will talk to you. Oh, yes, yeah. A still, small voice. He'll tell you exactly what you need to know. Mm -mm -mm. What was the needful thing? Sitting at Jesus' feet and hearing his word. Now, here's the punchline. Y'all got a brain? Got a brain, right? In your brain, there are words that flow in your brain. Have you ever been so overwhelmed in your head that you hear your voice, then you don't hear nobody else's voice? And when you are cumbered about serving and being busy, you hear your voice more than anything else. And you got to learn how to shut your voice down. Well, you know, I just, I just got, mm -mm, no, shut, say, say neighbor. Learn to shut your voice, your voice down. In other words, turn it off. Now, 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 now go with me for a moment. That means even if you're in the house or you're in your car, wherever you are, and there's no noise, there are times when your voice will still be talking to you. And you got to learn when to shut that thing down. Say, no, uh-uh, no, mm-mm, no. You got to speak to yourself and say, no. God, turn up the volume of your voice and speak to me because I need a word from you. Not my word, but your word. And that's why sometimes when you pray, it takes about 30 minutes to get, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to get calm and it's just, okay, now, right now. Then you begin to hear. And sometimes when you don't practice that, it takes two hours to be able to hear something from God. So what was the needful thing? To sit in at Jesus' feet and hear his word. Martha was serving when she should, too, have been listening to Jesus like Mary. But instead of flowing in the supernatural, Martha was just flowing in the natural mind. Say, say, neighbor. Your natural mind ain't enough. You need a super on your natural every day. And when you stay in the natural, come on, you flow with selfish salvation. Me first. Say me first. Me first. Me first. Forget others. John chapter 20. Let's go. John chapter 20, verse 24. Another example. Hallelujah. John 20 and verse 24. Here we go. But Thomas, one of the 12, one of the what? Called Didymus was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, Thomas, we've seen the Lord. But he said unto them, except I see in his hand the print of nails and put my finger in the print of nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. After eight days again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, then came Jesus, eight days of unbelief, eight days of doubt, eight days of fear. 
Jesus came in. Then came Jesus, the door being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Say, say, neighbor, have you ever seen somebody come through the door? When it was closed? Huh? That's a sign and wonder right there. Then said he to Thomas, Thomas, now this is so important. Then said he to Thomas, oh my goodness, reach hither thy finger, behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it in my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Got a question for you. How did Jesus know what, Peter, what, what, this, what Thomas had said, and he wasn't there when he said it? Oh, okay. How did Jesus know what Thomas had said and he wasn't there when Thomas said it in the natural? Hello? There's a gift called the word of knowledge. When the Holy Spirit reveals to you what you need to know at that moment. And Jesus is supernaturally flowing in the Holy Ghost and he, the Holy Ghost gives him exactly what Thomas said. Mm -hmm. Say, neighbor, I got news for you. God heard everything and hears everything you've been saying. Don't, 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 don't think he, don't, he, he hears everything. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Meaning, you got to see everything. I, I got news for you. In this, this, this walk with God, you ain't going to see everything right away. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to believe without seeing. Because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, have not seen, have not seen, and yet believe. Say, say, neighbor. What have you not seen? And because you have not seen, you're blessed. What do you mean, pastor? You got to walk by faith and not by sight. And faith is beyond how it feels. Faith is beyond how it looks. And you got to understand that with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And, and remember, I read somewhere that God comes for your words. What are you saying about your situation? Are you believing God for the impossible? Are you believing God for the miraculous? Is it all about me or is it about helping others? Oh my goodness. Watch what happens. Folks, selfish salvation constantly wants to see only before believing only. When you are selfish, you got to see everything. Got to feel everything. But ain't no faith in that. The God that I'm talking about, he wants you to be able to trust him and never doubt. Whether you believe, whether you listen, whether you... God is able to do exceeding abundant above all I've been asking and thinking. That's why there are dreams and visions that God gives you to let you know that he's working some things out for your good. Yes. Say, neighbor, Amen. God is working, God is working. All, things all things together, together. 
for your good. And yes, he loves you, but he wants you to love others. Hallelujah. My God. Seeing for oneself and caring about nobody else is the function of selfish salvation. Seeing for oneself and caring about nobody else is the function of selfish salvation. Eagle Summit, we have been restored to bring restoration to others. Say others. Say others. Say others. In Jesus' name. Come on. And remember, sowing also produces reaping. What have you been sowing lately? Has it just been for you or has it been about others? Oh my God. Selfish salvation or believing salvation so others are brought into the kingdom of God. Acts 3 and 1 as we begin to close. Come on, Acts 3 and 1. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Now get this, get this. Acts 3 and 1. What do you mean Acts 3 and 1? Now, Peter and John went up together to the temple in the ninth hour. Peter, who made a mess along the way. John, who made a mess along the way. But now Jesus is gone to be with the Father. And he's, he's told the boys, now, you're all right. You wait, get filled with the Holy Ghost. Then you go do what you, what you see me do. Got it? And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried who lay daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who seeing Peter, Peter, the one that sank, the one that cussed, Peter and John about to go into the temple asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on them with John, Peter said, look on us. Say neighbor. Who have you told to look on you lately? Mm. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, hey, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have do I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Wait a minute. Peter was there when um, they tried to cast out a devil and they, they couldn't do it. And, and Jesus said, this kind ain't going to be cast out without prayer huh? and fasting. They learned that. Now Jesus is gone. Now they have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now they're walking in divine power. God, God got them. And so what happens? Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. And he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. What's it like when, when, when the miraculous starts happening for you? Oh my God. What's it, what's it like when all that I've been coaching and teaching you begins to work because you begin to do, not just hear this word, but you begin to do this word. Say, neighbor, that anointing is on you too. 
if you got the Holy Ghost, and you do, he wants to come up out of you and bless somebody around you. He took him by the right hand, lifting him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he leaping up, stood and walked and entered into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Who has your anointing caused to walk, leap, and praise God? Come on now. You've been restored, but now who are you restoring? Who, you, you, you. You were signing wonder. Who, who have you restored lately? So he leaping up, stood and walked and entered into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. See, what I'm talking about is the victory that we're walking in, there's supposed to be amazement. Yeah. Oh, yes, amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at the place now with, Lord, how are you going to do this? And, Lord, how are you going to do that? And, and then he begins to do it. It's like, wow, oh, my goodness, look at God. He begins to do the impossible as I become a yoke that's easy yeah. and a burden that's light, and I trust him, and he begins to do it. Oh, my goodness. Say, say, neighbor, when the anointing is on you, you will be a blessing everywhere you go. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There are people that are connected to you now that are blessed because you're there. They're blessed because you're there. And they don't even know that you're praying for them, you're believing for them, and somehow something supernatural begins to happen. Oh, my God. Folks, when the disciples made their shift from the natural to the supernatural, they overcame selfish salvation and leaped into great faith of believing and receiving so others could be saved too. No more fear, no more doubt, no more unbelief controlling their day-to-day -day actions and reactions. Say actions and reactions need to be controlled by your faith, not your feeling. Hallelujah. Folks, in 2017, the year of new beginnings, believing salvation is a major calling and election from Almighty God for each of us to daily flow in. Say, I'm a believer and a receiver. Believing that we are saved to help others to become saved too, no matter what, when, or how. How? How are we going to do that? With God, all things are possible, even the impossible. Say, neighbor. Let's pray. Take your neighbor by the hand. Take a hand, take a hand, take a hand. Rain a word. Say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for so great of salvation in each of our lives. Now, Father, God, remove any selfish salvation from us so we daily function in believing only salvation to help win others into your kingdom too thank you for the victory 
in Christ Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, our helper and our guide. Thank you for eternal life and abundant life as well. Thank you for 2017, the year of new beginnings for each of us. So we daily soar in our purpose as we serve you with love and love never fails. North, south, east, west, give up every benefit, every blessing, every harvest. Holy Spirit, increase your anointing on our lives. We're available. We're available. In Jesus' name, shout hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm not selfish. I want to help somebody else. And when I do, there's a harvest. Hallelujah. See, I'm in my harvest season. And so are you. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord.